Guys, this conversation is a cracker. It has everything. It's got some laughter. It's got so many different points on finding your community, oh, like navigating like the messy times of our life, the intuitive soul work that is Jess Williams. You're going to love it. If you're into spiritual healing, intuitive life coaching, then you are going to get a hit of it right now. Jess Williams, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Welcome. I'm so excited. Thank you. I love that we are like, I don't know, it's just one of our normal chats, which is cool that everyone gets to listen in. (laughs) I know. That's what's going to make this even more fun. So Jess and I have known each other for how many years? Like what's that, like five or six? At least. Oh, yeah, maybe. Between five to seven, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. It's been a while. Yeah. And um, there's been many different roles that Jess has played within my life um, in that time and I in Jess's. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is because we live, Jess is in Queensland, I'm in New South Wales. So most of our conversations and everything have been via the phone, via like live chats or Mm -hmm. group messages or emails. Oh my gosh. Even what? In, or emails, like for or years, email, yeah, like the majority. That's but we're funny. always like never too far from. I forget the small amount of times that we've actually seen each other in person. It doesn't feel like that. No, it doesn't. And that I think that's okay. that's the beauty of social media, when you use it in a really positive way and you have a positive relationship to it. Yeah, you know, you can have these friendships that are, you know, what is it? Bicoastal. Well, it's not bicoastal, is it? It's the same coast. Anyway, far apart. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> oh, so Jess, you are absolutely the queen of the pivot. Oh my gosh. I, mean, I know you've seen me in many a phase of life. <laughs> yeah, but I love it. I love it. And that was one of the reasons that you were in my first book, Becoming Brave, because I just watch as you, it, well, it looks seamless the way that you oh, flow in nice. and out. Good. <laughs> so can you talk us through what it is that you do right now? Right now? Mm-hmm. Sure. So I'm a mum. I've got an 18-month-old. He turned 18 months old, 18 months yesterday, I think. Um, and so within that, I am also an intuitive life coach. Um, I run online programs for women around reconnecting with themselves, mindfulness, Um, developing their self-confidence. I have a beautiful community called the Soul Family. Um, And then I also am part of something called the Gratitude Gang where we share health and wellness and support people through building their business as well. Um, I think that that's all of the things. Oh, I run some retreats with my mum and my sister. So my mum is an emotional and spiritual healer um, and that's also something that I do is spiritual healing and my sister is in the same field too. So we come together and, and we run retreats and things and kind of just allow our hearts to lead us in whatever comes next with that um workshops and um yeah online programs but I guess it's all just kind of you never quite know what's coming next it's as I said we just let our heart lead us and and go where we need to be and oh my god that's a lot of like things I know (laughs) 
You're like, I think that's it. I'm like, dude, that's enough. Yes. <laughs> it's beautiful though. Like you, it all just, it all meshes in really like cohesively. It's just me, I suppose. I think that that's like the end of the day. I just show up as me and however that is in that moment is however it is. <laughs> well, that and that's, could there be a better way to be? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you, like I just said, that you were the queen of the pivot. So talk us through a little bit about the journey, like from where I know that you obviously had a life long before I flew onto the scene, (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. obviously, Obviously. but (laughs) just like talk us like bullet point us through this pivot because I think that so many people get stuck thinking that, well, no, I've started this or I have this degree or I have this, um, you know, this job or whatever it is, this direction that's laid out in front of me. So that's, I have to keep going that way. And I know that's not true. You are a perfect example of how Mm -hmm. that doesn't need to be true. So talk us through, Mm. you know, where you, what got you here. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, Well, as I said, I grew up with a mum who has always been, you know, she's a spiritual and emotional healer. She's into astrology, all of the things, but she's also very grounded. You know, she's a businesswoman too. And um, so I kind of grew up with that balance of spirituality, but also being very practical. And it was just part of everyday life. Um, So I just saw that as very normal. So I kind of grew up in life with that kind of lens on everything. Um, And as I was also very creative too. So I always loved to draw um, just anything in creativity, cooking, whatever it might be. And when I was coming up to the end of high school, um, I was, you know, a bit unsure as to what I wanted to step into as a lot of people are, you know, it's not strange to feel that way of being like, what comes next for me and, and having, you know, different ideas about what you want to do next. So I did apply for a few different things at uni. I knew I wanted to go to uni. I had a year off though. Um, and I ended up, applying for something called graphic design I think it was called visual media at the time and I didn't even really know what graphic design was to be honest I just knew (laughs) that it meant that I could be creative and I could probably make an income from that whereas fine art I was a bit unsure about where that would take me and how I I couldn't really see at that stage how I could make an income from something like fine art Mm -hmm. so um yeah I got into a course here on the Gold Coast at Griffith Uni um and I majored in graphic design and I minored in e-photojournalism. So I learned a bit of photography as well. Um, And that was a three-year course. And in that time, I got a job at a a clothing brand, an action sports clothing brand called Unit in their marketing. So that was where I went straight after uni, which was awesome. I was so grateful. Um, And that's what I did. I did like the posters and things for in in retail stores. Um, so I would organize, you know, window displays and I would design, yeah, the posters and the point of sales and get stuff done in, in China and all of the stuff. So Crazy. that was a great experience. Yeah, I loved it. Um, and that was where I met my now partner as well um, through work. So that was totally meant to be. And oh, then, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, really cool. So that's how we used to work like really closely, um, I would design the things and then he would print the things. So, um, yeah, that's how we came into each other's lives. And so what came from there while I was working at, um, at unit, 
I one of my friends had started something called the Ashy Bynes Bikini Body Challenge. It had literally just come onto the scene and she was raving about it. She'd had such great connections. She was feeling so healthy. And at that time, Wade and I had just started um, our relationship. And I don't know if anyone else experiences this when you start a relationship and you're eating out all the time and you just get totally out of whack. Um, So I was like, I need something in my life. (laughs) Jess, I'm just trying to get a guy to text me back at this stage. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) No, but I do know. I do remember that really nice, comfortable stage where, yep, things, yeah. We were like having pizza all the time and watching movies and yeah, it wasn't cool. And so I was like, I I need to sort myself out here. And I also wanted to connect with other women because working in a field that was very male dominated, um, I kind of looked around one day, you know, when I was introducing Wade to my friends and he had so many friends to introduce me to uh, because he grew up in a small town. And then I kind of introduced him to my sister and my best friend and he was like, so who else do I need to meet? <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, like there's not really many other people that I really need to be introducing you to here, like other friends that have been in my life for a long time. And that was a kind of a like kick in the, I don't know, it was a bit of a reality check. I was like, shit, I need to make some more friendships here that are really aligned with where I'm at in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, the Ashy Binds Bikini Body Challenge, again, was just something that I was totally meant to do because it opened up so much in my world. I started in the challenge itself, then I started working for them, um, doing design and also managing um, trainers, and that was how we met, Katie. Yes. Um, and, yeah, so from there I worked for them doing design for about, oh, my gosh, I don't even know, six maybe years. Um but within that, I still had like lots of pivots within that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would go off and start my own business and then, um, you know, doing design or I, I even started doing an, an interior design um, degree, got a scholarship for that and then decided it wasn't right for me. I just always felt like there was something inside of me that I was meant to be doing that was bigger or different or just just different to what I was doing. And um I could never quite tap into exactly what it was and it frustrated me so much and I would try and figure it out and sometimes I just have learned on my journey that sometimes it's not the right time and that you actually are meant to be where you are Um, and that was totally the case for me. Every single piece of the puzzle along the way has served me so well and it all continues to come together in this beautiful you know, weaving that I could never, I could never logically choose or, you know, you know, put together myself, you know, even the fact of doing design has been such a gift for me because it means that I can do it for myself. I can do, you know, launch programs or I can make changes or change my mind or try something new without having to hire someone and pay them all the time. You know, all of these things that I kind of might've judged myself at the time thinking, well, you know, I'm going to be moving away from that now or have I made the wrong choice? It's like, no, these were all perfect and they were all meant to be and they were all putting me where I needed to be at that time um, to meet the right people or to learn something or to have a life lesson that I now help someone with through um, coaching or, yeah, so I don't know. Is that what you – Is that <laughs> did that answer your question? A hundred percent it does. And that, I love the way that you framed that because it's so – 
easy to think that, you know, we've wasted that mm-hmm. opportunity or we're pissed at wasting that time or whatever it is when something doesn't come to fruition the way that we thought it was going to. But it's that beautiful hindsight, um, mm. you know, when you are looking back at everything and we can't connect the dots looking forward like Steve Jobs says. Yes. I love know, that. Yeah, you can only connect the dots looking back and that's exactly what you've done here and that was I'm so glad that you shared that in the way that you did because I know there's people listening here who mm. are um, feeling a little disheartened that, you know, that they're not where they thought they would be or, you know, that yeah. they're you know, the the steps that they've taken aren't leading them where they thought that they would. And I actually, yeah. I had a question um, come through from one of my community, oh, nice. um, one of my people in my community the other day, and it was around, she, I think she felt quite isolated and mm. not feeling like how do you, how not knowing how she would build her community and her friendship circles later in life. Mm. And you just touched on that there, which is, I think, amazing because it's really like, I know a lot of my friends I have gathered and Mm -hmm. like like beautifully, heartfully accumulated, Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean, much later in life than what I did when I was younger. Would you say the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think we go through so many phases of our of our identity in life in a way. You know, there's there is times where we kind of have a a spiritual you know, an awakening or something and we're like, "Oh, I'm kind of not the person that I was a year or two ago." And how do I, you know, where am I now and where do I fit? And um so I feel like there's always that new space for being able to bring new people in that that are aligning with us where we are now without having to, you know, forget about everybody else that we've been friends with for a long time, of course. Um, but I think having that, that skill of being able to, um, you know, I did it the other day with um, a beautiful girl called Elle and she was doing a webinar in a community that I'm in and I just had a feeling, you know, when you get a feeling that mm-hmm. you connect with somebody and you, you're like, oh, she's she's kind of my person. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I messaged her on Instagram and I just said, look, like I feel like, I feel like we would connect really well. Like, would you like to catch up sometime? And she was so beautiful and we did and we've caught up a few times now and we feel like we've known each other forever. Um but just being okay with doing that, like actually reaching out and saying, you like, you know, I feel like we could be good friends. <laughs> or maybe not having to put those words out yeah. there. But, um, and it's <laughs> awkward, right? Like the, yeah. that first, you know, it's like dating. It is. Again, I remember I'm not very that good at it, when but... I um, when I moved to Torquay for a while, and I, it was like dating. I was like, oh my gosh, do I text? Do I not text? Like I don't want them to feel like I'm being too needy. <laughs> yeah. But, but now I don't feel like that anymore. I just let it unfold. <laughs> yeah, you've got to put yourself in the path of friendships and um, shared interests. And, you know, I think it all comes out a little awkward when yeah. you're putting yourself out there, no matter what it is that you're mm-hmm. doing or reaching for. It's not waiting for things not to be awkward. It's just doing feeling awkward and doing it anyway. Yeah, totally, totally. And, I, and um, yeah, groups and communities are always really great to tap into. Um, you know, if you feel like there's something that you have an interest in, like actually going out and putting yourself in amongst it is like key because then you are, you know, meeting so many people at once, you're not going to vibe with everyone, but, um, 
I think just throwing yourself in there, like you said, is we're not going to, it's nothing, nothing's going to happen by just sitting at home and, um, and not doing anything about it. But there are so many people out there that are looking for connections as well. Um, and so, yeah, like I was saying before with the, um, with the challenge that I started, it was such a great way to meet so many people at once. And, you know, those girls are still in my life years later. So many of them, it really was such a turning point for me. Um, and I think that when we go through that age too of being in that stage of life where some people are still partying lots and mm-hmm. some people are settling down and some people are wanting to be more healthy. And I know I've had clients where they're like, you know, half of my friends want to go out Saturday night and I just want to go to the market Sunday morning. And um, really being true to yourself in that is so important rather than trying to keep everybody else happy because otherwise we just stretch ourselves and we don't feel happy in ourselves because we're not being true to what we really what we really want Mm -hmm. but the more that we can actually listen to ourselves and listen you know feel into our body and feel into what feels expansive or what and what doesn't you know what do I really want and the more you can keep saying yes to you the more that you will attract people in who are in alignment with that you know the more that you really tap into that energy of okay this is this is who I am and this is what I want to do with my life and just do that, then people will will come into your world because that's where you're showing up. Whereas if you're trying to stay where you were because that's what you knew and that's what's going to keep people happy, you're not going to be putting yourself in the energy and space to be coming into contact with the people who are in alignment with, you know, what feels good for you. Um Yes, I think that, that, yeah, being true to what you want is very important. I totally agree. I totally agree. And I know that that's often easier said than done because mm. especially if, we, if you've been like a full people pleaser and you're scared yeah. to ruffle some feathers or you're worried about what people might think. Yeah. Yeah. But you did say something then, which I know, like I think I know what you mean, but mm. I know a lot of people who are listening won't feel into things, like feel yeah. into it. Can you talk us through that? Because I do this myself, but Mm -hmm. we often take for granted that everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah, I was just thinking that as I was saying it. Yeah. Yeah. So can you explain when you feel into things, what that actually means and how Mm -hmm. you do it? And I know Mm -hmm. it's going to be different for everyone, but can you elaborate on that for us a little? Yeah, totally. So for me, um, you know, we can often be so caught up in our head and analyzing everything and going around in circles and justifying things or just totally confusing ourselves. Um, But what I found has always worked for me is feeling into my body. And we can often be so connected from our body and forget that or just not even realize of, you know, how powerful our body is. Um, So what I literally do is I just close down my eyes. Well, you probably don't even have to close your eyes, but I just close down my eyes and I might connect with my breath because that helps me to be still and actually connect with myself. And then I bring into my field or into my, into my mind, into the space I'm in, whatever it is that I've been thinking about. So let's use this for an example of what we were just talking about, whether it's going out on Saturday night let's say. Um, as I bring that into the, uh, into my field, I can kind of feel straight away if that feels tight, you know, in my body, does it feel tight in my chest? Does it feel heavy? Does it feel like my whole body is contracting? You know, is there something that 
I'm holding on to here that I because I'm not really expressing my truth. And if it feels like it's like heavy or tight or um, it just doesn't feel good, then that's a clear sign that there's something there that is um, is is not in alignment with mm. me and what I what I truly need and and want. And then if I feel into okay, well, I'm going to feel into staying home and getting up early Sunday morning. And I feel into that. And all of a sudden I notice, oh my gosh, my shoulders are back. It feels expansive. My chest feels big and bright and light and it feels really good. And I can't even explain why. Then there's your answer. Yeah. One's restrictive, one's expansive. Yeah. 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 I love that. That's how I think I make every single decision. Mm. So it's just like body given, if it's I give like myself clever, isn't it? I know. <laughs> it's like, honestly, it's, and you know what? And this is the thing, especially if you're someone who struggles with indecisiveness mm. and you don't want to make the wrong decision, simply tuning in and feeling into, as Jess has just described, and lean into it. Mm-hmm. You can never be wrong mm. by doing that because even if things go pear shaped, you only did the, like, you, you've always just followed what felt right to you at the time. Yeah. So how can that ever be wrong? Yeah. Because it's never going to be, it's never going to go well if you do the opposite of what feels right. Mm. It's going to be like Mm -hmm. pushing shit uphill constantly. (laughs) That's not a pretty picture at all. (laughs) I know. Can you imagine? As soon as I said it, I had this like snap graphic of what that might look like. really difficult (laughs) really difficult and the other day I said what did I say it's like pissing in the wind and instantly I was like oh that's not nice nice. to visualize (laughs) but you get my point it's not there's an easier way and a not so easy way you come up with the best one-liners so I don't know about that one of the things I love about you So, okay, well, that was just a bit of a messy conversation. So, look, this is perfect. So, in the theme of all things messy, let's go there. So, what's an area of your life that you currently feel is a little bit of a shit show? Um, Yeah, so I mentioned that I'm a mum. Jet has just um, gotten into daycare recently, which is awesome. He's loving it. So, that's giving me a bit more space for my business. But I was just saying to Kat, who works at my house, um, one of my friends, that, you know, leading up to this point, because there's only been very small pockets of time that I can get stuff actually done, I will always do like the most important thing, you know. Um, It's always what's highest priority, what needs to be done right now to keep things moving, you know, what client needs support, that sort of stuff. And so there's a lot of background, you know, admin things that have been totally on the back burner for a long time. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I feel like I'm like, okay, I really need to start looking at that stuff because, um, yeah, it doesn't go away, (laughs) unfortunately. (laughs) I wish it did. That would be so nice. And it would go away. (laughs) Like an admin genie. Yeah, yeah, that would be lovely. Oh, so yeah, so that's where your your frog is at the moment. Yeah, I don't really want to look at it, but I suppose I need to. Well, eventually. Mm. Do you find that? Well, look, you can put it off. No one's going to know. Like, (laughs) just kidding. So what have you been, why have you been resisting it? Oh, that's a good question, Katie. This is going to turn into a coaching call. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah. <laughs> oh, because I don't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. No. no, but I am, I'm going to, you know, I'm getting clearer on what I do need to focus on in that area. But I just feel like there is a messiness of life. And it was actually interesting before we jumped on the call today because I knew that it, this would come up. Um, but I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to say about it. And I was feeling very heavy. I was feeling a bit anxious and heavy this morning, actually, just because of a lot of things that are weighing on us at at the moment Mm -hmm. and some stresses that are hanging around and the pressure that can put on us to, you know, achieve something in particular or sort it out. And sometimes it's out of our control, but we can, you know, hold on to the heaviness of that anyway. So, you know, then add on to that, that admin stuff, getting emails from people, things I need to get back to all of those sorts of things. Um, and I could just feel it. I could feel it coming up inside of me, that anxiety, the, the heaviness and Kat, who was here this morning, we sat down together before we got into work and she pulled a couple of cards for me and we just did a really quick meditation. It was literally like five minutes and oh my gosh, I felt so different afterwards. I felt light. I felt expansive, all of those things we were just saying. And I wrote down a couple of little notes afterwards Mm -hmm. and I just loved how it tied in so beautifully with the message um, that I felt like we might touch on today. If you want me to share it with you. Yes, please. Yes. Awesome. So well, the first couple of lines were, you know, I am enough. I've got this. It's just a test. But then what I wrote was be focused, unfocused. Sorry, my voice isn't funny. Focus, fo- Jess. No, I'm I know. Be focused. <laughs> unfocused anxiety will only create more mess. Focused mm. intention leads the way. Life, um, life doesn't feel messy when we reconnect. You know, it can be messy without feeling heavy. And I think that that one line there was just like, oh, yes, you know, life can be messy, but it doesn't have to feel heavy. Yes. Isn't that so, like, I was like, oh, my God, that's so true. (laughs) It's so true. And it's so, like, when you think about the, the situations where we feel most flustered, most stressed, most shouty or yelly or drowny or whatever it is like I'm thinking when I'm trying to get the boys into Mm -hmm. the car or something like that and they're literally like tiny little drunk people who (laughs) are like seven beers deep and Mm -hmm. just want to have fun like that's I actually like was at them this morning saying stop having fun like and that's (laughs) what came out of my mouth would you both stop having fun and listen to me? And I'm like, wow. That's... When did I become this person? When, who am I? I've just asked my children to stop laughing, stop being happy for a second and listen to shouty oh, me. so awesome. Like, and it was because I had stepped into, like obviously we have to get ready and we have to get out of the house and then running around not doing that isn't helpful. But... Mm. I can choose how mm. I navigate that and how I feel within that moment. Like it it was messy, but it didn't need to feel heavy. But that's my default setting is that as soon mm-hmm. as it gets to that rush, like I, it's a natural thing. Well, it's a learned thing where yeah. I'm like to get results, I have to be like this yeah. and then this is what happens. 
but it doesn't need to feel heavy. And I had a moment in the laundry row, I think, I don't know what happened. I think the dog league got caught on the cupboard or, you know, and I was really ready to like effing lose it mm-hmm. at myself and the dog lead. And I was just like, whoa, this is not a big deal. <laughs> like this is really and it grounded me in the way exactly yeah. what you've just said there but in way less glamorous terms it can be messy but it doesn't need to feel heavy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah because I came you know I opened my eyes and I was like whoa all of the things are still there it's literally nothing has changed except for myself how I feel on the inside and the the meditation that we did, actually, it was a Gabby Bernstein one. Um, and she had Archangel Michael, which said, if you don't believe in angels, just imagine a vacuum. And he was above our head and he and it was vacuuming out all of the stuff that, you know, all of that stuff that felt heavy mm-hmm. and it, taking it away. And it was so beautiful. And I, I, you know, opened my eyes and I was like, wow, I feel light. And how much easier does it? Is, is it all going to feel coming at it from that angle, coming at it from this space compared to how I was feeling before when I was feeling anxious and like it was all too heavy and too much? Um, so now I get to approach the day coming from the place of, oh, it can be easy, you know. I can let it be easy. Yeah, it can be easy. And it's like that Johnny, it just brings to mind that it's not Johnny Depp, but it was Captain Jack Sparrow. My God, I'm pulling <laughs> quotes from. It's like the problem is not the problem. The problem is how we're viewing the problem. Oh, yeah. Totally. The, the problem's not the situation. It's how we're choosing to view the situation. Of mm-hmm. all the people I could be quoting today. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. It's Captain Jack Sparrow. Um, it is. It's like at any given moment, we have the ability to just switch gears. Mm-hmm. And that's when I think people. Like it's so easy to think that, oh, this is so hard or, you know, or they have it so easy. They're just like these Zen hens that are cruising around like (laughs) wearing linen and, you know, eating acai bowls all day. Like that's (laughs) – everyone is losing. I feel like I'm rushing most of the day. (laughs) Constantly. I feel like I'm way shoutier than I ever thought I would be, especially Mm. with – like I'm not shouting at now. I'm just yelling like – so someone hears like I don't know whether it's for my own benefit I don't know clearly no one's benefiting from this well do you know what I noticed I was doing um I went away to Hamilton Island for my friend Greta's wedding recently and it was just me and Jet because Wade had to work so I had it was beautiful but obviously you know travel it wasn't just me and him traveling so it was a big weekend but I noticed and I'm, I'm often just observing the way that I'm showing up in certain situations and how I'm approaching the situation like we were just talking about. And I was like, I was in our apart in the apartment that I had just with Jet. So he was playing or watching something and I was packing. So we were doing checkout. I had to be out by 10. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm in the mode of getting shit done and I'm, I'm in the kitchen and I realized I had to wash the dishes and I've got this like mental chat going on of, okay, oh, I need to get this done. And then, oh my gosh, okay, I need to wash the dishes yeah. and I've got to pack this and I've got to get the bag and I've got to like put the iron away. And and then I like noticed what I was doing and I was like, oh my God, who do you think you are? Like, why are you, why are you so important, making this so important right now? Like, <laughs> why are you like trying? And I noticed it was me just totally trying to make myself feel really important that I had all this stuff I had to do by a certain oh. time. 
And yeah. I was like, step out of it. And I and I was like, oh, hang on a second. It doesn't need to feel like that. He's happy. I'm happy. We're on holidays. Do yeah. the dishes. Get the bag. And, it's like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> totally. And it's just those moments of consciousness. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. I was stressing myself out just because I, my ego was like, that will make me feel like I'm important. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. The glorification crazy. of busy. Um, yeah. I totally get it. I totally get it. And you know what? I often, I think, I, I this is getting ready for school part, back to that. I, where did I learn this? And I learned, my mum did it. Mm. It was always, not blank, my mum was the best, is yeah. the best mum in the whole entire world. But this, oh, 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 to get out the door. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's where I got it from. And it's yeah. like, well, is that how I want to carry on? Is yeah, that, we get to choose. You know, or yeah, or can I change this? And you know what? I'm probably it's it's gonna have to be a conscious thing that I choose over and over and over and over again. Definitely. But yeah. yeah, once you're aware of it, then you can sort of play with it and then you know, you have that ability to drop out of it and into something that's more aligned with how you wanna feel. So like yeah. mum and way more fun mum is what I want yeah, to Yeah, because we get to enjoy it then. Yeah. Not- but they just don't anyway. Heavy, like we were just saying. Oh, totally. My kids mm. are ganging up on me at the moment. They're just like, they're having so much fun between the two of them. <laughs> like this, it's so twisted. When I hear myself saying it, it sounds ridiculous. But they're blatantly having so much fun that I don't exist. Oh. And just, no, not in a, not in a, oh, they don't listen. Like nothing. Oh, okay getting in a shower they're like run away (laughs) and they run away or the other day I went and got my I had to do a photo shoot for the book and um I went to the hairdresser with Oki got the blow dry because and I didn't have time for makeup or anything but I was like at least my hair will be done yeah came in they wouldn't come inside they had the hose on I'm like no we've got water restrictions I let them go for like no. five minutes and I'm like, come on, you got to come inside. And I go out and Archie goes, now. And Oki turns <gasps> the hose on me, wets all my hair, and I'm like, and then I screech, I've got oh. a photo shoot oh to two God. children. I'm drenched and I oh, listen to myself and I'm like, oh, you fucking idiot. Who do you think you are? Like, for starters. And then my next one was like, oh. They're so naughty. Like they're just honestly out. It feels like they're out. They're just working against me and I just, you know, and I I just need some backup. Oh, totally. But they're fun. They're having fun. They're having so much fun but it's mischievous where it's like you can't do that. Or they locked me out. They locked me out when I went to put the garbage out. Archer shut the doors and then he's like, I can't hear you. I can't hear oh, you. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not at that stage yet. I'm yeah, it's that. not about me. This is about you. No, I think you're incredible. Oh, my gosh. No, Your stories, just... though, they make me laugh. If anything, they make people laugh. Oh, my God. Well, everyone could be laughing at the, like, you know, you I just said to my mum the other day, like, please don't leave me alone with them. Like when she was going, because I knew like as a joke, obviously like yeah, yeah. that they were just about to like Dennis the Menace. That's who they remind me of. They're two little <laughs> Dennis the Menaces and it's beautiful to see the way that they're bonding and working together. Mm-hmm. But I just wish it was for the greater good, not my demise. 
that would be better. But anyway. Oh, gosh, so, it's another book. Oh, <laughs> another The Good Enough Mum. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe number three. Social anxiety, Jess. I know this was something that you definitely used to experience. Uh, is that something that's still relevant for you or how are you navigating that now? Not, yeah, no, not anymore, which is really interesting. To, uh, the other day, you know, I really looked back on that and I was like, wow, it's crazy. Like, sorry, I'm not crazy. It's not crazy. <laughs> but it's really <laughs> um, amazing to see how different I feel now compared to how I did back then. Um, it was exhausting mm-hmm. dealing with that all of the time, that constant, um, that it was just constant. And I'm, and I think that, you know, sometimes I felt that way and sometimes I didn't. And so it was this constant like in and out as well, but it was exhausting. And I, I, my heart goes out to anyone, you know, that is experiencing anxiety or any type of, you know, mental health, anything like that, because I totally recognize how tiring it is to have that constant inner battle going on. Um, Yeah, sending so much love to anyone listening right now in that place. Is there anything that you did in particular to help navigate that? Or do you think it's come like that freedom from that or alongside that or having it just where wherever it is at this point in time, hopefully it never comes back. Um, Mm. from you being able to start to clear anything that's blocking you and start listening to Mm. yourself more, like, what do you think has led to this, you know, this breathing room from that? Well, yeah, literally what you've said there about listening to yourself more, I think for me, it was definitely, it was a journey and there were definitely many tools and things that I learned away that I, along the way that I like to share with people, but definitely connecting to ourselves and actually getting to know ourselves and listening to what we need um, because, we, you know, that's not really taught. That's not something that we often learn from school or growing up or anywhere. Um so for me, it was like really recognizing who I am and what I needed. And I noticed that, um, you know, I am of a more introverted nature. I can be confident, but, you know, I'm, I'm more of an introvert. So um, I definitely need, you know, time to myself. And I would, what I, what I realized, and this is something that I started playing with um, at that time, was something called an, it was like an energy um energy like budget for myself so what I started recognizing was that okay I've got a certain amount of energy that I can expend um you know each week for example and so I'm going to be really mindful about where that goes and rather than just just leaking it out everywhere and not having anything left for me because what I noticed was it was when I had pushed myself too hard and spent too much of that energy Um, elsewhere that I would feel totally anxious and overwhelmed and it just became too much so what I started doing was again being really mindful about about what was important to me okay what is important to me where do I want to put my energy who do I want to put it into what events do I want to put it into and then around that I need to give myself space I need to give myself alone time I need to have time you know at home on my own going for walks doing my workouts whatever it might be Um, so that I can show up to the things that are important to me in a way that, you know, I can show up as my full self rather than just having the bits that are left over. Um, 
So that was something that was really powerful for me was actually not feeling ashamed about that because a lot of my friends were very are very outgoing. Um, they can go and go and go and they can be the life of the party all the time and hang out with people during the day and just keep going and I am not that person. And so I would judge myself for it. I would think, what's wrong with me? Why do I need to be on my own so much? Why do I feel exhausted after big events? Like, what is it? And recognizing that it's okay that I'm more introverted. It's okay that I'm sensitive. It's okay that I can feel other people's energy and I need to be mindful of that. Like these things are actually great because they make me me, but it was discovering, okay, well, how do I nurture myself in that? And, and by doing that, I was then able to really tap into my power more. I was able to really connect with who I really am and um, I guess everything really led from that because I really started to then understand who I am and where my place is in the world and and what I'm here for over that time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I just, I wish mindfulness was something that was way more prevalent and it's definitely becoming way more common and people are talking mm. about it or, mm. you know, just the the gift of giving ourselves permission to not fill the void in our weeks. Like not every, just because there's a moment that's spare in our calendar or day that doesn't need to be filled. Yeah. And just giving yourself that space to breathe and knowing what it is that you Mm. need can make all the difference to a, you know, beautifully busy mind or an anxious situation because you know, I'm an introvert as well. I'm like an extroverted mm. introvert. Like I mm-hmm. need um, that quiet time. I need quiet. Like yeah. one of my boys and I are very the same. We're very happy to just go and do our own thing and potter around and not say anything and just be in each other's company. We're mm-hmm. totally cool with that. Whereas mm-hmm. one of my other boys is the opposite. He needs constant communication talking, mm-hmm. um, engagement, direction, reassurance, and that's all fine too. But that triggers me a lot because it's not how do you find that balance? But we do, but mm-hmm. it's coming back to that knowing what you need and why things might be triggering you in certain ways. And mm-hmm. knowledge is key, right? And understanding mm-hmm. and then meeting that with compassion. And it's something that mm-hmm. you teach and do so well is like compassion for yourself and your situation and wherever you are in your thoughts. So I want to honor you for that for sure. Thank you. It's so beautiful to watch. Like I I watch your stories and I was in one of your 30 days of soul um, Mm -hmm. groups and it was just such a beautiful nurturing space. So I hope if anyone hasn't done that, when do you like, do you have some starting soon? I've actually got one starting this Saturday. So I don't know when this is coming out. It probably won't be out in time, but. Yeah, but I um I will share on my Instagram whenever I have another one coming up. But um I just want to say as well, you know, touching on mindfulness, something that I really found was um it's what we do in private that really shows in public. And you know, I often heard that spoken around fitness or you know what we're eating in the kitchen. It'll show you know when we're at the beach, you know that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But For me, it was like, wow, yeah, it's what I do in private that shows in public when it comes to how I look after myself and mindfulness and meditation. Um, 
because all of these beautiful things that I can do myself at home then allow me to show up in the world, you know, radiating as my as myself rather than the opposite way of me going okay I need to become more confident I need to feel more confident in social situations I'm just going to push myself and and that has its place as well of Mm -hmm. obviously kind of taking that leap and trusting that you can do it but there was this really nurturing space of yeah do in private you know doing things like meditation which just I would notice that I would come out of a meditation and I would go, oh, my gosh, I, I really want to be out in the world. You know, I would feel so full and so vibrant and full of heart that I would then I would want to go out and connect with people. And it's a completely different place compared to me feeling, oh, I don't want to go out there, but I'm going to make myself. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been really powerful for me as well. It's that expansive versus restrictive yeah. mindset. Yeah. And Jess, how can people find you and how can they work with you? Let us know because I guarantee there'll be some people seeking you out after this beautiful chat. Oh, I hope so. I would love to connect with more of your audience um, because I know that all of the women that will be following you are just incredible. So um, you can find me, my main place is Instagram. So at Lee underscore Williams. Um, and my website is www.jessleeonline.com. But I think Instagram is probably the best place to go. How good's Instagram? I must say yeah. this, like every time I do a podcast, I love Instagram. Yeah, I really it do. It's such it's a great way when people comment and communicate that it's all direct. Like we can actually get back to you right then, like yeah. in that space without, you know, extra servers and bits and pieces and it's yeah there's so many modalities within that app that I love as well yeah we're so lucky we are lucky to be in this age if you choose to see it that way exactly Jess thank you so so much for jumping on and um sharing so much of your beautiful heart and soul with us today I know it's going to help so many women Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I always come on to things like this and I'm like, oh, I hope that I'm going to, you know, share something that will be of value to someone. So, um, yeah, I hope whatever ramblings came out today, you know, (laughs) served somebody in some way. And um, I'm just so grateful that you've asked me to come here and share with you. So thank you. Anytime. Yay. (laughs) 